All right, I'm going to bring our guest on. We have Gary Shaw joining us. Gary, welcome back. Thanks for having me. We want to talk a little bit about OCRWC, but before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about Leaky Hourglass Ultra. You're the race director of that. You had it, I think it was uh, last month, end of last month. So give us a quick rundown how it went and uh, kind of if we're if you're doing it again in 2023. All right. So, uh, yeah, um, the race is held. This was the second year that we had it. So next year we are having it again. will be the third year. Uh, we have it the last weekend in August because I'm a warm weather runner and I like to see people suffer in the heat. But uh, so this year, um, the winner went for uh, 70 miles. Uh, and the assist, obviously, so one lap lower, uh, 66.6 miles. Uh, so a little bit of a drop from uh, the previous year uh, as far as mileage. Yeah. Well, I mean, with within the last man standing ultra, really, it's the top two that are determining the distance. So theoretically, yeah, the one can goes, have a ton you more. You only go as far yeah. as you get pushed. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And I... Uh, I know you had some pretty awesome swag because you, you hooked me up with some of it afterwards, including a hacky sack and so beer koozies. Very themed for you um, as far as uh, your, your hobbies there. So I enjoyed that. Glad you liked it. Hey, are you, are you, you plan on doing the flask stand next year? Or are you going to do something else? Are you going to change uh, it up? I hope so. Um, I'm not sure what we'll go with for uh, finisher awards next year. Um, it'll probably kind of keeping – in so the first year we did just kind of standard medals this year we did the finisher flasks um next year we'll probably kind of try and keep with the uh kind of theme that i usually have um so we're looking at steins or mugs but um don't hold me 100 percent on either of those it's just something you know i've still got like 11 months to look at everything and make a choice so those right are some options we're looking at speaking of drinking and uh doing athletics uh, you have a plan coming up for ocrwc uh but before we give people a rundown of what that's going to look like let's first talk about the actual event weekend the official event weekend uh, what races are you doing uh this coming weekend at ocrwc okay so friday uh be doing the 3k and then saturday doing the 15k and then i've got sunday off i am not signed up for uh the team event or the charity open but uh i will still be there hanging out i won't actually leave until uh monday afternoon uh so this will be my first ocrwc or well my first short course OCRWC, the last year that they did the Enduro back in 2019, we traveled to uh, Sydney and yeah. did that. Yeah. But yeah, this is my first 3K, 15K event. Sitting out of the 100 meter race? No, no. I really don't have a whole lot of business even being in the 3K or 15K. <laughs> for, for me to stand a fighting chance, it needs to go over six hours. <laughs> I so, feel that. Uh, just, I'm kind of just out there to have fun, and I've always hear people talk about the event and what an experience it is. And I, like I said, I think I talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts. Uh, I qualified for the pro division at William Shell's race, Mythic race. So I figured 
you know, this may be the only time I ever qualify for pro, so why not take advantage of it? Yeah, and it's cool. It's cool to run with the uh, all the top pros, and you get to start first thing in the morning for the 15K. Uh, 3K, you start at the end of the day, so you get – Yeah, I, I to... just looked at that. Yeah, the pro men don't start until 12.15 for the 3K. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So they just released the 15K course map, and we were just talking about it before we started recording. What were some of your concerns, questions that you had? So – Definitely. I mean, everybody, I think, knew Gibbons was going to be on there. That's been there, I think, at least the uh, last two years. Maybe it was just this past year's when it got introduced. Uh, so we did a kind of a short little version of it at uh, Mythic Race. And that gate, that took some time uh, and kind of ate me up. I never had to do a penalty on it but I'm not sure how long the lanes are going to be at OCRWC because I think at Mythic Race, it was just uh, you had uh, four holds. So if you got a good, like a good run at it, like at his race, you had to bear weight on the first hold. But from there, you know, you could skip holds. And, you know, if you got a decent reach, you know, that can really, you only need to, make one actual hold and then you can kind of lache out and hit the bell but i'm assuming their lanes are going to be they're going to have more holds than that how many did you say was that will's race i think it, i think it was four okay if i remember right i want to i want to say they've done five historically uh i'm sure someone might correct me in the comments but i want to say they've done five historically so essentially you can reach out to the second one if you're uh Okay. Long enough, and then so basically that, that make, might be doable since I kind of in my head, you know, it's not an endurance event. You know, I only have to nail this obstacle once. I might be able to pull it off, but still, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. The if anyone has trouble with Gibbons and they have one in the festival area, hit me up. I got a pretty good technique that I use. So my one of my shoulders is not super good, and uh, I don't like hang from one arm on it. So I can do it for short periods of time, but I, like the, the motion of Gibbons kind of bothers me. So I've got a way where I essentially two-hand the Gibbons. So like I'm holding, I'm holding it like two fingers on the Gibbons and like a couple fingers on the hold. On each, like I have two fingers holding the bar and then the other three fingers kind of grab the, like the supporting weight thing. And then I kind of, um, it's a little bit complicated, but it's doable. So you can essentially go across and you're like- you Never you bear weight on the one arm? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you're bearing weight a little bit, but it's during a transition, right? So I'm pulling up and I'm, uh, I'm not, it's not my full body weight. It's like a percentage of my body weight. So, um, if, if they have a Gibbons in the area, the main area, hit me up and I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown. If anyone else wants that too, uh, hit me up. No, I saw they, they, they got brought back force five LCD, which I believe is the, the one where you can essentially lache down the middle or kind of follow the, the outside edge of it. If I remember correctly. Um, and then you were asking about stairway. Yeah, I think I looked and it looked like it said stairway, but it looked like it said 3.0 instead of 2.0. It does. So the, the stair, normal stairway is conquering the gauntlet. Stairway 2.0 was the T-bars that we had at, uh, one of the Battle of the Lions events. So they, they kind of, um, from that they force swung. five rig. Yeah, they, they swing yeah, a little they bit. Yeah, um what is for what is stairway 3.0 i do not know they have not released pictures of it i don't have any inside information we were talking about it before we started i would guess it's similar to uh, i would guess they're using kind of like the valkyrie upgrade we saw at battle of the lions where essentially it's 
an, an so up down. It's pretty much going to be Valkyrie 2.0. I think so. Yeah. So it's going to be an up down obstacle like Valkyrie. Um, but instead of rings, I think there'll be rig holds. And I don't think it'll be as hard as Battle of the Lions. Uh, that was at the Kansas City event in 2021. Yeah. If anyone wants to go back and look for pictures of that. But historically, uh, for anyone who's going to OCRBC for the first time, historically, the obstacles are not, I mean, they're technical, but they're not so hard or long that, you know, if you fall due to a stupid mistake or you slipped um, and you rest for a little bit, you should be able to get across. Uh, and the, the idea is it's the, it's the number of obstacles and the amount of grip strength you're using over the course of the event that's going to knock people out, not necessarily one very, very difficult thing. And I know sometimes that's not always true, uh, but that's the way they kind of designed it historically. So, yeah. Good. Like what I remember from OCRWC, the Enduro, was that was actually one of the few clean races I ever ran. I didn't have to do a single penalty for that 24 hours. The, the obstacles were just difficult enough to where it was challenging. Mm. But, you know, it, I wasn't just killing myself every lap. Yeah, though they that that's because they partnered with True Grit, the uh, Australian obstacle course race company. So essentially, they used that course and then kind of upgraded it uh, yeah. based off of yeah. Cause True Grit actually still has a twenty-four hour event there. They do, yeah. It's not backed by OCRWC anymore, apparently. Correct. Yeah. Long story short, the uh, OCRWC staff basically realized that it was a lot of effort for essentially very small, uh, you know, payout on the backside. Um, so they, you know, they were, they were, they were making money off it, but it was just not the amount of effort and time it took to, to run all that stuff from, especially from the other side of the globe, uh, was, uh, not worth the time. So it's kind of why we lost Enduro, unfortunately. Uh, I got to run in True Grits, uh, race in 2017. So I never ran the OCRWC version, but I got to do the Australia version. So cool. Uh, looks like, looks like they have some really fun obstacles as always. You mentioned Gibbons. We got Legaf's going to be there. That video is online. Twist on Life, which is the forearm one where you kind of hoist with your, your hands. They got Skitch again. So uh, then it, they brought back some of the, some of our, the fan favorites from last year. So Ricochet was, was right near the end, like I think similar to where it was last year. Um, let me see, 39. I also saw they've got a rig from uh, apparently it's the exact same rig from 2014, which, like I said, I haven't ever done one of these but it was saying that uh they were bringing back a fan favorite of the 2014 rig so i'm not sure oh that's cool are they gonna they i wonder if they'll put the exact same holes as they did on 2014 that would be pretty cool so they if again if you're not tracking 2014 first time the platinum rig was in a almost anyone had seen it i mean if you were from canada you, you might have seen it but uh they, they put the platinum rig in the race and it literally just decimated the field. And it wasn't even that hard. Like I go back and look at pictures of that. And if, if you put it in the race now, which sounds like that's what they might've done, uh, people just won't talk about it. Cause we've, uh, as a, as a community, we've all gotten so much better. Hmm. All right. Super excited about OCRWC. Make sure you stop by my booth. I'll have a booth in the merchandise area. I'll be selling books. I'll be selling Blegmets. Got a sale going on books. So basically all my books are $10, except for the two newest ones, essentially the oversized ones. So swing by, pick up a book. Um, you can try on bleg mitts, pick up some bleg mitts. Also have Normatech boots if people want to recover there. So you can swing by and pick up that. 
We're doing a giveaway. I'm giving away, let's see, what is it? Two Aurora jackets and two Aurora vests. So stop by and drop your email on my computer. And then we will um, we will pick four winners out of that. Uh, I'm giving away Ufo shoes, Ufo's sandals, your choice. I'm sorry, they're not shoes, Ufo's sandals. So it's sandals or slides. Again, um, they'll all come from the same drawing. I think what we'll end up doing is essentially one a day. So we'll do like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, that way we can try to spread out some of the love. Um, so make sure you stop by. I'm not sure if I'm going to have people come by. I'll probably have people come by every day. And we'll do, do just the drawing from that specific day. Um, yeah, that's the plan. That way I encourage you to stop by and say hi to me in case I get lonely. And What, what races are you doing, Evan? Are you oh, doing, I'm doing on Sunday? 100 meter, 3K and 15K. As of now, I'm not doing the team because I was not quick enough busy with other stuff. So all my friends signed up. So I am not currently not on a team. That being said, every Sunday, the morning of, there's always people wandering around being like, uh, I need a third person. So uh, I'm planning on jumping into some random team on Sunday. Okay. So if you know a really good team that wants me, uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and throw my name over there. But more importantly, there's another event going on on Sunday. It's unofficial. Um, questionable legality. <laughs> Uh, but it sounds we'll like fun. about that when we get there. It sounds like fun. So, Gary, tell me what the unofficial event is. And has, the OCRWC in no way endorses this. Um, just want to give that that warning up front. So, tell us what one what your larger goal is, and then two what you're doing on Sunday. So, okay. Uh, so Sunday, I will be kind of hosting, if you will, a. Uh, a rogue beer mile, like I said, uh, at Venturi LLC. Um, OCRWC has nothing to do with this. Um, this will strictly be put on by myself, and it's more or less, it's almost going to be kind of like the charity open. Uh, you know, we're going to keep time and stuff, but it's all for fun. There's not going to be any entry fee, nothing like that. I'm not trying to make any money on it. I just want to go out and have fun because like you were talking about kind of bigger goal, I'm trying to run a hundred miles, a hundred mile race in all 50 States. And I have recently uh, decided that I also want to do a beer mile in all 50 States. So this will knock Vermont off of my list. So looking at, I'm not sure exactly the area. Um, it'll be one of those things kind of uh, keep your, eyes open to Facebook if you're interested. Um, on the OCRWC site or uh, my Facebook and you know I'll share stuff and Evan can as well but gonna try and there's never gonna be in anything making everybody happy so I kind of just had to pick a time and I'm gonna have to go with it. So looking at noon on Sunday so the last day of the event uh, so I think that might interfere with the women's open, uh, team race. And I think it'll be right before maybe the, uh, team race awards. I think those are at 1230. Gotcha. All right. So noon Sunday, uh, check in with Gary or check in with me. You can swing by the booth, uh, the strength and speed booth, and we'll let you know where it's taking place. So my recommendation I have two recommendations. My recommendation is one, you meet right um, 
there's a there's a path that goes across the street that gets between Long Longhouse Trail and the essentially the start of the village. My recommendation would be you meet right there, and there is a paved path that runs parallel to the road that you can essentially run up and down. And I mean, you really only need point one two five, right? Yeah, um, because you you're going do it out and back. Yeah, you do it out and back because there's not really a good loop area per okay. se, um, unless you want to run through the village, which you can kind of make a loop. You can kind of make like a, I'm going to say a lollipop, right? So you come down, do a loop through the village. Okay. Kind of follow along the backside. Um, See, I'm going to try and whenever I get there, try and find a place to actually kind of set the uh, course up and even potentially just mark it with just some, you know, like blackboard chalk or yeah. flower, kind of like a uh, um, hash race. Uh, yeah. Just mark it with flower or something like that. But one of the things I am going to try and do my best to steer clear of any like of the actual festival area because especially you know i'm sure there's going to be somebody that's going to hear about this and this is going to be the first time they ever try a beer mile <laughs> and they're going to get to beer three and they're going to be wobbly and if it's not kind of you know out of the way of general public they're going to stumble into somebody potentially or puke on their shoes because that does happen yeah, so my, my other suggestion would be, would be you start at one of the restaurants, and then that way you could just order beers there. Uh, but I, w- I was concerned about people vomiting. So um, I, I'm going to stand by that first suggestion of starting, or like at least me- using that as a meeting location, right? And then you can, you can take people to wherever they want. So noon on Sunday, I would meet right where Longhouse Trail, um, where the house, they essentially – uh, essentially the start of the village. There's like a whole bunch of flagpoles there. Uh, historically, they've put like uh, city challenges uh, vehicles there that people jump over. That would be my recommendation to meet and then um, kind of figure it out from there. And uh, I'm assuming it's BYOB. Yes, you're not providing? Yes. So it will be BYOB. And like I said, this is just for fun. Like, you know, uh, but I will, at least for myself, I will follow standard like beermile.com. Uh, rules. So anybody that's never done a beer mile, a uh, regulation beer mile, you know, normal, ideally you would do it on a track, um, but it's, you chug a 12 ounce beer. So it has to be, all your beers have to be closed. Like you can't pre-open your beer, but they say go, you open your beer, chug it, you run a quarter mile, chug, run a quarter mile, chug, run a quarter mile, chug, run a quarter mile. So it's, Four beers and four laps, you start with a beer and you end with a lap. Uh, beers have to be 5% ABV or higher. Like I said, you know, this isn't, you know, some big, huge event or whatever. I'm not going to go around and check people's beers to make sure that they're, uh, you know, 5%. If somebody wants to drink a Natty Light, which is 4.2, you know, have fun. You know, that's what we're there for. Uh but just so I can mark it off on my books as a beer mile, I'll do a regulation. Um, and I'm going to try and get somebody to time it. Um, so anybody that, you know, just wants to come watch and kind of volunteer, the only thing it's really going to entail is uh, I use the web scorer app to uh, time simple races like this. So all you would really have to do is hit a button 
every time somebody finishes and that way they have times if they want them. So nice. Nice. Yeah. It's, um, it should be interesting. I'm sure. Uh, Oh, and if you, if you puke, you're supposed to do a a penalty lap at the end. mm. So it then turns into four miles and five laps. I don't just so for anyone who's uh, an experienced beer miler, you you will not PR on this course. I can almost guarantee, I can guarantee that because it is, there's not a flat piece of terrain. So you essentially have to run up or downhill or uh, the trail I recommend using is more of like a rolling hill um, because I don't think you actually start descending or really up or really increasing elevation until a little further down the road. I think at 0.12 miles, you, it'll just be kind of like rolling trail at that point. But yeah, we'll see. I would love to see some of the, like the, some of the pros out there who are like really fast to see how fast, like seeing, I'd love to see like VJ come out and see if he can throw down a, on a beer mile or see, someone that, like that. Yeah, that's That'd be really interesting. I really want to see because I, I kind of like with a lot of my antics is I kind of like to break down the whole thought that, you know, all athletes or like competitive athletes are just completely you know so fit like don't do anything like some people think that we don't do like all we eat is salad and you know boiled chicken breast you want to break down that they're boring like me yeah not everyone (laughs) you said it not me Real athlete, there are athletes in OCR who like to have fun, so um, it's just not me. <laughs> so I think I've told this before. There was a running joke in my office on my uh, my job a couple of years ago that like I do I do not like fun because all my act all my like personal activities were you know terrible. You know, eating spicy food for for no reason, or you know, running ultras or running ultra OCRs or stuff like that. So yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, you want to go to the bar tonight?" I'm like, "Well, it sounds like fun." They're like, "You coming?" I was like, "No." Like, I don't like fun. So, but yeah, there's, I've heard, um, I'm not going to tell stories, but I know Brenna, uh, who recently just got married last weekend. Congratulations, by the way, to Tracy Jost from, um, they got married. They used to be on the Conquer the Gauntlet Build crew together. Brenna's got some pretty wild stories that I don't feel comfortable sharing on the podcast uh, about Sunday night and the kind of the pro athletes letting loose because a lot of people, OCRWC is the end of their their race season. Um, so pretty funny stories there, but I'll just leave it at that. All right. Uh, all right. So that's, that's what we got going on. Uh, any, any other final thoughts you want to share before we take off? Oh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, Evan. All right. And, uh, if you haven't listened to the last episode where I talked about the OCR pro league, make sure you head over and listen to that. I did have uh, Mike Stefano from Obstacle Running Adventures and uh, William Shell uh, reach out to me, talk about uh, helping out and supporting it if I ever decide to kind of move forward with it. So yeah, check that out. Some some pretty interesting concepts. And uh, Will will also ask me to make sure there's a Mythic Race team in there. And I, like I said, this uh, it's an old article, so I'd his race didn't exist when I had uh, drafted the initial one, and I don't think it it was an OCRWC qualifier yet. So. But when I rewrite it uh, for a fifth time, I will definitely throw his in there. And uh, I know Mike Stefano is always always down for some helping out the sport and helping helping grow things. So um, over at Obstacle Running Adventures. And then a quick shout out to the OCR Report also. Uh, they host Mike Stefano's podcast. 
and uh, just got some OCR Report t-shirts and stuff like that. All right, we're going to take off. Gary, I will see you in a couple days. And uh, make sure you stop by the booth again. Giving away jackets. I won't have the jackets there. You'll, you'll have to get them mailed to you. But um, it's same with the UFO shoes. The UFO shoes, you, you choose the style. So slide or sandal, and you choose the color. So uh, make sure you stop by. Giving away free stuff. Pick up some blag mitts. Pick up some books. Jump in the Norma Tech. All right. See you this weekend, Gary. See you this weekend.